Hi, everybody. I'm Jim Ford. I'm Mark Marvel. And this is The Lantern Cast presents the greatest toy podcast. Episode seven. Oh, almost into double digits there, Mark. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Only a couple more years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at this rate, it'll be more than a couple of years. But but again, we're cautiously optimistic that uh, for for multiple reasons that we'll be able to at least do. Uh, well, all we have to do is do at least one of these in 2023. And we'll, and we'll be keeping our current pace. But the odds yeah. are we probably can muster two episodes, maybe. But at least two episodes within 12 months. So this so this will be one of them. I'm going to retire when we hit episode 25. <laughs> well, I mean, I think for my job. We'll, we'll, all be, we'll be dead before we hit episode 25. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there's something to look forward to. <laughs> That's right. Who needs <laughs> retirement when death comes first? Okay, so this is a toy podcast, not actually a death podcast. <laughs> so, where do you want to start, Mark? We've got it. We've had a long year, and this is kind of our year in review wrap up, kind of just BS and about toys episode. So, anywhere you want to start. This might be a tough one here, but of of ev- everything that. Or anything that you've gotten this year, what do you think was the the biggest? What are you the most happy that you've gotten, or the best, or the best piece of merchandise that you actually purchased? And then it's like, wow, I'm really pleased with that. The number one <laughs> item you've gotten for the year, I would. Oh man, I know it's tough. That, that, I didn't that. realize you were going to ask. You're going to start with like a, a super hard question right out the well, gate. I didn't know you were. I didn't know I was being. <laughs> I was being put in position to ask a question, or else I probably would have been. Or you, if you want, you can sit on that, and we can, that that can be our main topic of the day. <laughs> the the ultimate well, question we have to answer. Yeah, I mean, there's been, well, there's been a lot. So yeah, let's 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 travel down that path. Yes. And uh, and we'll see where it takes us. So, I mean, as far as action figures go, this year, there's been a lot. There's been a lot of stuff that's come out. Uh, I have to say, probably more this past year than, well, I definitely the last few years because COVID put a, put a damper on a lot of that stuff. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I mean, between the McFarlane stuff, the the Funko stuff, the uh, everything that Mattel and Hasbro are putting out, it's just tremendous. Now, I know that you don't really follow a lot of the Mattel stuff, correct? I would say overall, that's true. I, I certainly, just in general, I don't collect as much Mattel stuff as I did when they were doing a lot of the DC figures. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's understandable. I was for the longest time still kind of following along with the Masters of the Universe, the the classic line. Yes, and some of those figures were really nice, and then they started making certain ones harder to get. You know, like they put them behind the uh, the Mattel website and sell. A, sl- a, a very small amount of the figures, which would sell out almost instantly. And while this is kind of in line with everything that they had done back in the days of Maddie Collector, where you would have to get on there at noon, and then it was a race to check out as fast as humanly possible 
to get those figures. The problem was that the classics line, the He-Man classics line is a mass market toy line that is primarily directed at kids. And as a toy line like that, it's actually really good because they're selling really nice He-Man figures for $10 a piece. You can't really beat that in this economy. They're decent figures. Some of the some of the sculpts and paint apps are better than others, but overall, it's a good toy line. But when they started doing, I think it was, let's see. I know this year they put out Wondar and I think a yeah, one of the hairy guys from the horde, uh name escapes me. Oh, Grizz Grizz Grizzlor. Grizzlor, I believe. Yeah, those were Mattel website exclusives. And there were a couple other like weird ones. I think there was uh, one of the Sunman offshoot characters was exclusive to the website. But the point is, a lot of these, the uh, several of these characters that kids would have bought if they had been in stores they decide to instead make them collectibles that these kids can't get and collectors, you know, cause collectors are buying them too. And I think for me personally, that kind of like that dissonance where it's like, okay, we've got a toy line that's for kids that I was buying for my kids so that my kids could play. And I would, I'd buy a couple of them for myself, the Prince Adam. I always get a Prince Adam figure. Well, I used to always get a person. <laughs> but, you know, different characters I would get for them. And they love playing with them. And it was great. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, well, yeah, maybe I would want to get my kid a Grizzlor. Or... There were a couple of the characters that were actually pretty decent that sold out, like, instantly. And it's like, why would you do that? It's like, it's forced scarcity. And it doesn't benefit... It, it, like it benefits a very, very select group of your fans. Some of them fans, most of them scalpers. In which case, then if you want to get all of the toys, which you don't have to, but if you want to get all the toys, now instead of spending you know ten dollars or fifteen dollars because it was an exclusive figure, now you're stuck paying thirty, forty, fifty dollars on eBay or some other site to get it after the after the fact. So that, I know that that pissed off a lot of people. It really turned me off. And I can tell that it had shockwaves because one, the figures are not moving as fast as they were in the stores. And two, they're going back and they're reissuing those figures that sold out immediately the first time. And on the one hand, it's like, okay, well, that's a good course correction. But for me, it's too late. They've lost me. At this point, they've put out so many He-Man figures that I think I'm kind of done. There's multiple cartoons on Netflix. I don't watch any of them. My kids don't watch any of them. Their entire interest, interest was based on how I had my older figures and... Now I got them new figures. Then some of the characters they'd never even seen or heard of before, 
but just as a toy, it was an interesting toy. And once, once I was out and I didn't care, then my kids, they're not asking for these figures. So I, 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 I always look, I still look when I go through the toy aisles to see, well, maybe there's something, maybe something, they'll come out with something that is just such a great sculpt, such a great design, a character that they've never released before, you know, something to that effect that will get me interested again. But as, as of now, I am completely out on Masters of the Universe. And I'll take a break and let you talk about some other toy line now, Mark. That was fine. I, I think as I'm listening to you talk, I was, it reminds me of how I am with Star Wars to a large extent that I used to, that used to be the thing for me to collect. And now while I'm certainly not out completely, speaking of which the, in the, the infinities, the, uh, the Vader, the white, the white Vader came yesterday. Pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. That was a, I don't like the fact that they changed the packaging. I knew they had, but it, but until you actually get one in, in the new packaging, it's, it's, it's so striking. Cause it's kind of got the, it, it has the cardboard flap that Velcro shut. So you have to open it up now to see what, what's in, see what's in the box. And that's not the way the black series was. So from a display perspective, it stinks because the few black series figures I have, I just have hanging on the wall because you can just see. And because of the way they display these in the box, you just really can't do that. So I literally have him propped up on top of something. Actually, I think ironically, I think he's on top of the Luke and, it's either, it's either Han or Luke on Tauntaun that came with uh, one of those uh, the bounty hunter boxes, collector's boxes from Star Wars. Uh, that That's where I had Vader kind of with the flap open just so you could see. But when it comes to Star Wars stuff, yeah, I'm very, even with the lightsabers, you see so many force force lightsabers these days that are just ridiculously priced, so I'm not going to buy them. That that's I, As you were talking about Masters, that's what I was thinking. That's, that's what I can relate to. It's a it's a toy line that you that you used to get so much joy out of collecting and waiting to hoping you're going to walk into something that either you don't know is coming out, which of course in modern times is hard because there's so many ways to find out. But even if you knew it was coming out, maybe you didn't know it was available yet, or you've been trying to find it and you just stumble into stuff. Kind of like how I was able to stumble into all those uh, Kyle Rayner, Daryl Banks costume. Uh, McFarlane oh, yeah. figures and yeah. in those and that like first first that, that Thursday into Friday that Thursday night and Friday I was able to get so many of those just because of the fact that they were there and and meanwhile I haven't seen one single one since at our at my target I've never seen one but we'll we'll get to the McFarlane stuff later yeah and, and Chad actually did get one so that makes me feel slightly better he actually he he actually uh stumbled into that and he got a, he got that figure and uh I think he might have picked up. I think he might have found that Kyle Target exclusive that we had pre-ordered. I think. I think he had actually. I think he may have gotten one in the store. Mine is, has shipped. I have no idea where it is. It's one of those things where it just falls off the map. Uh, you know, it's, it has, I haven't seen an update on it like since the seventeenth, and today is December twentieth, so I have no idea where the hell it is. But yeah, we'll, we'll we can come back to make the McFarlands, even though that is like you mentioned that is. From a, certainly, if we tie it into Green Lantern stuff, that's been a big that's been a big thing this year, between the oh, Kyles yeah. that it's yeah. been, and other figures that, that there's a lot of stuff related to Green Lantern that's been big in the in the McFarlane line. To me, probably it's either the either the sodas or the pops have been probably the thing for me. 
for this year. I know that maybe we do the sodas because the sodas are so tied to Green Lantern that uh, I uh, that we had the white we had the white and green house, and we had the Larflees with the power battery variant and without, and you were lucky enough to get to get the one with the power battery, which is really good because because that's what that's the thing we had to order online directly from Funko when they only let us order one. Yeah, yeah. So you so you you did very well on that one. The two John Stewarts. The one with the power battery and the one without. And I was lucky enough when I ordered two from GameStop that I got one of each. Obviously, as I told you, I, I was not so lucky with, with my vision, but I'm bum. I got two. <laughs> now, technically speaking, I didn't open the bag. And the second one, I'm just going by the coin. So there is always a chance that, that the coin is wrong because that has been known to happen before. That you end up with the wrong coin telling you you, get, you, you have a, a standard, a non-chase, and sometimes it's actually the wrong thing. So I probably should just at least open the bag to confirm. But it looks like I have two of the classic vision, no white vision. The uh, my, my holiday stitched is hasn't shipped, but it's supposed to arrive, which still means it does, does me no good for Christmas. But yeah, well, I still that's... might get it. I still might get it by the end of the month. <laughs> uh, that. It does. That, yes. that happens so often, though, with them. But you should definitely insert that uh, double vision song in the background as you're talking about the, the sodas. <laughs> that double vision. Let me make a note. Maybe I can find a little clip for that. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so, the, and actually, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't. I don't. I don't. That soda does. It just doesn't doesn't work as well for me. I don't know why. It it just doesn't. Maybe deep, maybe it's psychological. Maybe I just really wanted to get white vision more than than classic. I don't know, but but it's been a big year for sodas, especially Green Lantern wise, and even even Funk. I mean, Funko wise, we've had. I mean, even though of course Jessica Cruz was not supposed to come out this year, she was just delayed <laughs> <laughs> in delayed. Oh man! But between that and and Star Sapphire, those are those are, and of course the. Uh, we have the Target Kyle, which is out and or shipping now. And we have the NFT Kyle, which has shipped finally, because I know I, I do know that Chad did get his. He got his. All right. And and obviously we're going to be soon enough. We'll be able to get our how coins and turn them in the Parallax Funko. But yes, but that that'll okay. be a toy for next year's wrap up arc. Even though the funny thing is, if I didn't box box us into something that we actually purchased this, well, actually, again, I have to go. I have to go back and use to listen to the language I said. Something that we got, something that we added to the collection, purchased because all those things could still technically be true. But you're right; the parallax thing will probably be the toy of 2023 because it's, it's going to be hard to imagine anything's going to be better than that friggin' Funko. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm just messing around. I, there's, there's no rules. There's no rules here, but, but that, you, that will be a highlight. That is something that's going to be. I'm so looking forward to that, and it's just, it was, it's such a nice sculpt. And some characters work good in Funko and standard Funko forms, and some don't. And obviously, Parallax, yeah, and they put the effort into with the hair and everything else, and he's got the cape, and they did. They did they they did a good job on that, but it was a good year for I think in general actually for Funkos. I mean, I didn't buy that many, but I like I got I have my list here. I got like Dead Strange from Multiverse of Madness that was pretty cool. Didn't open them, but I have them. Star Sapphire I did get, I didn't open. Jessica Cruz 
Love it. Didn't open it. I got Vader and Kenobi from the Obi-Wan series. Didn't open it. Did open Kong and Godzilla. Uh, I kind of regret getting Godzilla, but it's at least I got the one with the the atomic breath. So at least that's kind of cool. Yes, that's that's the the best one. Yeah. Uh, even the Black Light one, that I think, on Entertainment Earth they've been advertising is kind of neat, too. I, did th- I don't uh, think I've seen that one yet. I'll try to get the picture and show it to you. I, they, I saw it in an email like last week. It was it was it's one of those things that not enough to make me pull the trigger, but it was, but it's, it was cool enough to, they did, they have Godzilla and they have Mothra. Uh, but yeah, I'll try to get that picture for you when you're talking. Uh, I got Black Adam, the one, the one I got today, we got the Larflees because of the fact that to, to, oh, yeah. ju- to justify the shipping a little better that, uh, the one where Black Adam's in his full Black Adam final costume and floating. That one's cool. And I got, uh, Don Vito Corleone from The Godfather with Cat. That one's kind of that one's cool. I did uh, that one is surprisingly cool. So yeah, I think um, I well, I, I got my giant Galactus. I think that was last Christmas. The non-black light one. The no, this is the black light. Oh, one. cool. You know, yeah. Originally, I preferred the original, but the black light one has definitely grown on me. I wish the the like the skin tone on the face was like actually like flesh tone because the rest of him is like just comic colors with comic shading. And it's, it's perfect. If the face was flesh with the, you know, the shading, then it it would just be amazing. So eventually I might repaint that, but I've had it for a year and it's just, it's still awesome. So I, I have him and I, I don't. I don't even know if this was this year or last year, but since I we haven't really had one of these episodes, that's right. It doesn't matter. They blend into damn long. <laughs> Who cares? I did assemble all of the Fantastic Four, including Herbie and the Bombastic Bagman. So that's that's one of my favorite Funko collections at this point. This year, aside from the Larfleys soda, like you mentioned, I think. I don't know. It's been very sparse for Funko with me. I, I got a few to customize, uh, a couple of Spider-Man pops to, to customize. I think this is the year that I picked up the Electric Blue Superman. Oh, cool. I I, I think so. I I know that I picked up a few other pops to customize to make the the various Superman from the reign of the Superman because of Funko with their eradicator nft bs garbage yeah makes me angry yeah that is that's still that still was depressing i mean that that was a i think the one that i the one that i had that bid on last week ended up going for like 145 yeah yeah i ended up checking around after you mentioned that just to see what was what was up and yeah no it's it's sad it's just depressing and sad i i have to assume that they will make another version because that seems to be the trend. They yes. made a Kyle Rayner and now there's a target exclusive Kyle Rayner, which I like the NFT much better. Yes, I, I agree. It's the colors, the design, the sculpts, the pose, everything about it is just far and away better. The target exclusive isn't bad, but the 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 comic shading 
is so overdone on it that it gets in the way of the art. If I was going to get one, which I haven't yet, I, uh, if I see it in the, the store, I might pick it up. But if I do pick it up, like that's 100% getting a repaint, like instantly. But besides that, I think the only other... Oh, and uh, uh, Clark Kent. I did pick up Clark Kent because that's that's just an awesome one. I don't even know when that came out. That could have come out like years ago, but <laughs> I saw that at a, at a show and I'm like, I got to have this. It's just too good. The other one that I ended up getting, and this one I won, was the Geico Ween Green Gecko. <laughs> Were you aware of these? No, I was not. So... Like I, I follow the different Funko Facebook, you know, pages, whatever, just to see what's coming down the pike. And they were the ones that shared the information for this contest on the Geico website. And you could enter it once a day. And each week throughout the month of October, they were giving away a different Gecko Funko Pop. So it's the Geico Gecko. And he's in like a like a skeleton costume. And it's like all black, but you see like the skeleton. And then he came in like different colors. So I got the green one, which I was very happy about. I think like the only one better than that one is the, there's like one that like glows in the dark, which would have been pretty cool. But I stopped entering after I won one because it's like, how many geckos do I need? <laughs> so that's that's a really really cool Halloween kind of unique decoration type thing that that makes me happy and it cost me nothing so it's pretty great and that's about it on Funko for me I think did you look at the link I did not I sent it to you here and I sent it to you in Facebook mm. uh, I didn't look at the link but I did look at the Zelda oh my god Jesus Christ oh no that's garish garish a little too loud a little too loud for your taste oh my god i thought that it oh i was not expecting hot pink well go go mothra is mothra is yellow if you look at mothra mothra is a mothra is a little yeah like a yellowish orange yes yeah uh i don't dislike mothra listen the the designs that funko puts out for non-human pops by and large are phenomenal like that that godzilla you just showed me the the sculpt is terrific the colors are atrocious but the designs are really cool like if you are looking to customize or paint something like any funko animal or creature or whatever is kind of a slam dunk in terms of choice for for my preferences there's just so much that you could do with it the i i bought uh, this was a long time ago so not not a, not a recent purchase but when the good dinosaur came out funko put out a arlo funko pop and in that movie arlo is like uh it looks like a brontosaurus basically and so it's just like this cute little green brontosaurus dinosaur Funko Pop. And it is adorable. Like, it's 
it's one of the best designed Funko Pops that they've ever made because you could collect Funko, you could not collect any Funko. And just having this in a display somewhere, it stands on its own. You could have no idea what the good dinosaur is, and it's still a really cool dinosaur figure. Just that one is one of my absolute favorites. So just in line with that, any you make a Godzilla, you make a Mothra, I'm going to be at least interested in it. If I could get it cheap to repaint, I would. Yeah. I, I, I like it. I, in all honesty, I don't want, I don't mind the, I don't mind the brightness. I mean, I know it's, it is not, I'm not going to say it would be the ideal color scheme I'd go for, (laughs) but uh, if I was designing it, but. Oh my God. But do you know what I saw? You know what I also saw? Is your, oh my God, related to another item? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. You go with that first. Oh my God. They have a Funko Pop pre-order coming in january of the composite superman oh yeah the, the bat the, but the batman is that the batman superman thing yeah half batman half superman split down the middle the, the right straight down uh, up and down i have always loved the design of that character uh, this is one that i i never read the comic until you know until many many years later but this was like, I think I was in high school at the library looking at the DC Universe Encyclopedia of Characters because it was a reference book. So I can only look at it at the library and just going through it and like seeing these different characters that I'd never heard of before that showed up decades before I was born at DC Comics. And when I came across this character, the composite Superman, I just so fascinated by it and it's the we he has the weirdest origin it's just the absolute weirdest origin like he doesn't have any powers of batman or superman dude was a janitor that got like hit by lightning in like the legion of superheroes museum or something and gained like a bunch of their weird powers i i don't know just absolutely bizarre it's one of the first uh, custom action figures that I made, like way, way back then. And actually, now that I think about it, it was probably junior high that I was reading that book because that's when I made the figures. But regardless of that, yeah, oh my god, I, that's that's a slam dunk for me. Yeah, I remember. I remember they when they first announced that not that long ago because I because I remember he who will not be named, Mister Bokelman, and I we kind of. Uh, we kind of talked about he kind of showed me that and it's like yeah it's cute but i'm that's that's not for me but i understand why I mean, understandably so i understand why it appeals to many people including you but for me yeah i'm trying to be a little more i'm trying to be a little less uh impulsy when it comes to getting my funkos and the thing that i wanted to mention uh, is i saw that there was a walmart i guess has this uh no way home box set which is oh like, yes, yeah. Which is like all three, like all three of the Spider-Man and all, like all the villains. Yes, That's, of course it's like super expensive, but it's <laughs> as you would expect considering what it's like seven pops or whatever it is. Uh, but it's that is that's kind of, that is kind of cool because they did absolutely drop the ball. I I found it so funny that like about a month ago they announced they were doing like the villains for 
for No Way Home, like Doc Ock and and the Green Goblin. It's like whoever made the decision, the marketing decision on this really should be canned because it's like because I remember we talked last year. It's like I think it was on an episode. It's like they have to be announcing now that the movie's out. It's like they should be announcing a second wave of these pops because now everybody knows and have they've seen the villains and their designs. And it's like nope crickets and then like a year later it's like oh now we're going to release the villains it's like talk about <laughs> talk about missing the best opportunity that you would have to sell these things you know on the one hand i agree with you because i just basic logic yeah but on the other hand i i see every once in a while the the comments on the funko pages on Facebook or people will post something in Reddit or whatever. And the demand for these pops, for those characters did not diminish in the course of a year. If anything, like people are like, they're still just salivating for these characters. Like they have wanted these characters for so long. And the, the Andrew Garfield. Spider-Man pops, the original pops, I believe are still like pretty expensive. I don't I don't think that they made there, there are no pops for the Toby Maguire right. Spider-Man. Funko didn't make pops until after that was, you know, well well finished. But this yeah, box no, this bo- this box has actually a really good deal. It's a, it's an eight, it's an 8 pack. It's an 8 pack and is 95.88. So that comes down to it's not even twelve dollars a pop, no pun intended. Literally, it is tw- less than twelve dollars a pop. So you get about what I ex- expect. You get <laughs> you get the three you get the three Spider Man, Doc Ock, Electro, Green Goblin, the Lizard, and Sandman. Uh, Sandman is quite an interesting sculpt, considering. Um, but it's the, I mean, what not much you can do there, but they did a pretty decent job. Uh, somehow the Green Goblin doesn't quite transfer as much as cool as I thought it might into a. Uh, into the pop doc ock is cool because i actually did think about ordering the doc ock solo pop when they when they first announced these but that's that's a that that's a that's a good deal and and based on when i'm looking at it as we speak as we record you could still pre-order this on walmart.com yeah that doesn't arrive until march but hey so what but that's pretty neat actually sandman's kind of cool now that i'm looking at him yeah that's 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 a that's a pretty cool set how do you feel about the Funko gingerbread pops? Depends. Depends on the sculpts. Depends on the and, and the characters. I've seen some that are cool. I, I haven't gotten any, but I've thought about it. Mm. I have thought about it, but I think some characters translate a little bit better. So I you know, I'm open to the idea. Yeah. But I've never but I've never seen one that's been has drawn me in where it made me want to pull pull a trigger on it yeah no i i love the design but there's so many characters that it's like what do you get and what do you skip it's like this would be it's such an easy rabbit hole to fall down to just get all of the marvel and all the dc and then you've got like a, a wall of gingerbread pops but the only one that I actually got was the the small little mini pops that they sell at uh, Five Below. And I got a gingerbread Spider-Man, which is just adorable. Yeah, looking at the ones on Big, looking at the ones on, on Big Bad real quick that they have available now, 
obviously yeah. who the hell cares about captain marvel in general but especially that uh, i don't even like the cap all that much so that would not be one that w- i like iron man i kind of like the iron man one and i like scarlet witch mostly because li- it's classic scarlet witch costume and the hulk the hulk is colorful enough where it stands out where it's kind of funny but i don't i don't know if, i mean it's classic thor costume but i don't know think that translates as well but I the think so. The Iron Man is cool because of the fact that it is like all oh, his repulsor rays look like are, pro- are probably supposed to be icing. Yeah. So so that's that works. But yeah, I don't know. I think they're and looking at the DC. So is it that is it that same Spider-Man but smaller or is it a different sculpt? I think it's the same basic sculpt as that one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I, I like I said, I'm not going to get all of them, but. No, that was one. That one was cool. Yeah, it is cool. Looking at those, I think if you look at those gingerbread ones, I think in a way the the uh, DC ones look really weird because almost all those characters that they're using, so much of their face is visible, and they're based on their costume design. And the and the gingerbread is so dark in contrast to their costume; it just seems very very striking. It's something. It, it's 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 weird. It just doesn't seem either based on the overall costume design for the for Marvel and or for the characters that they've chosen to do. It doesn't. It just doesn't seem to be as as striking. And it, it it was weird. I was just looking at. I was just looking at that, and it's like, wow, that's kind of odd. Like uh, like like Super Wonder Woman, especially. I think looks kind of odd. Yeah, that one is a that one is a little weird. I I do like the Flash. Yes, the Flash is the one that works the best because it's not that contrast isn't as strong. Yeah, I, the the Superman appeals to me in that it's a new Superman pop that is a new design, but I, like I have to, I have to like force myself to just not try and collect every Superman pop there is. No, that's kind of like what I've tried to do with Cap, even though I do have a lot. Sometimes you gotta. Well, that's one I actually didn't add on my list. Secondly, Zombie Cap is another one I got this year from What If. I'm sure that after we stop recording, I'll remember like seven other Funko Pops that I've gotten through the throughout the year. But say Levy. <laughs> uh, going back to the the Star Wars thing, like you had been talking about earlier, the the figures that they're coming out with now they look really good for the most part. Like I was, uh, they really like they do make a lot of different characters. Like they had the from the Obi Wan show, the the sister who went rogue, whatever. Reva, I, whatever. I, I expunge that from my memory. I do not care. The character I could care less about. The figure looked exactly like the actress. It was impressive technically. And yet I could not care any less about that action figure because I just disliked the character. And I think that's where a lot of it falls apart for me. Like, I really like the Mandalorian, but I don't need an action figure of him. And a lot of the other characters I just either don't care enough about to warrant getting an action figure of it. I think a lot of the characters in recent time really aren't that great. You know, like uh, the the mechanic from The Mandalorian, the female... Yes, the one who dated the Jawa. Yeah, Amy Sedaris. 
I love her. Like, I love her character. But do I want an action figure of Amy Sedaris? Not really. And The Mandalorian, I love the character. Design-wise, I don't know. For me, I don't need one. I, 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 of course, got a Grogu, a Baby Yoda figure. You got to have that. So it's not like there's nothing that I'll buy. I if they if they really catch me, then yeah, hell yeah. Uh, the the Christmas figures from uh, was it last year or the year before? I think it was remember. last year. Uh, either way, uh, I have one of those that I have on display in my Christmas display because it's just such a fun design. One of the stormtroopers that looks like Santa or something like that. Like stuff like that, yeah, absolutely. I'll I'm a sucker for it. I'll buy it. But uh, the side characters from Boba Fett, like I mean, I didn't like Boba Fett to begin with. I definitely don't want action figures based on that that show. Like, what are you gonna sell? Like Tuscan Raider one, Tuscan Raider two, uh, stuff like that. It's just uh, they made a figure off of Bill Burr's character who showed up in like two episodes. They made a they made an act and then and then the other thing is they made an action figure based off Timothy Oliphant's character and that's one that I actually would have considered because the character was so damn cool and the figure sucked so <laughs> like I I don't know they they're they're all over the place it's it's very very weird and they I, I heard a rumor years ago. And thus far, they have they have followed through on this rumor that they will never make another action figure based on Slave Leia. And I have not seen one since I've heard that rumor, which is a shame because, like, who wouldn't want, like, a really cool likeness of Carrie Fisher, you know, in that costume? Like, if they made that now, but then again... Likewise, they have made other Carrie Fishers in the past year. And even with like the new technology, once again, the likenesses are still not that great. Like, how do you get Reva to be like a perfect action figure, literally perfect sculpt? Like they scanned her, they translated it into plastic. The paint apps are just perfect so that you know exactly who that character is you can see it a mile away maybe a little bit closer (laughs) they put that much work into reva and then they put out leia in her i don't know was the ewok costume oh yeah the the endor the endor costume i think that was this year and i like leia figures like i'll i'll look at leia figures i'll look at Luke figures. I, you know, if I if I saw that that white Darth Vader figure, I would absolutely look at that in the store. Don't know if I'd buy it, but I it would get my attention at least more than a Reva figure. And the Leia figure, just like I don't see it. I don't see the likeness. It's like no, thank you. If you're gonna do these figures, and it's it's almost as if they're I don't know. This is like conspiracy theory like levels of thinking for action figures, which I don't really want to delve too far into, but I don't know if they're purposely making bad figures 
based on the most wanted characters to justify then making a new sculpt of the figure a couple of years down the road so that people will end up buying two versions of that Leia character. Whereas they know that they're only selling one version of Reva, so they better get it right the first time. I don't know. But whatever, whatever the case may be, I take a quick look through the Star Wars figures these days and usually just pass right by. Yeah, for me nowadays, if it's something you want, then you then I just pre-order it when I see it on Big Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you and the odds of bumping into something that you want, I mean, in the store, you can, but it's not. But you're right; they make some, they also make some obscure choices. I was like, hey, they hey they made the Jawa from the Obi Wan show, probably because it's the first time they ever gave a name to a Jawa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not just a Jawa. This one has a real name. Yeah, it it it, it is hit or miss sometimes with, with with these characters. Sometimes they look fantastic. I think I think for the most part, the Black series, the six inch figures are are good, but. And for the price, I mean, considering how the ridiculous price that they charge for the three and three quarters figures now, the vintage collection. Oh, I don't even. That is no point. I mean, if you, I mean, I mean, it, the only point is to keep all your figures in scale. Like if you're, if you're, if you're playing, but if, from a collector's perspective, you might as well get that for, for the few bucks extra. And it's only like a few bucks extra. I think at this point, you might as well just get, get the six inch figure that has, you know, clothing, cloth clothing and things, you know, and things like that. If to go along with the figure sometime, that's at a better sculpt. But, but. They're, they're, ma- they're you're paying a premium to get the card back that matches your other cards and a style of action figure that matches the other styles of action. Like, yes, of course those figures cost less. Considering that Mattel can make a He-Man figure, like a five-inch He-Man figure, fully articulated, really kind of decent articulation, but I, I, as good, if not better than the Star Wars, but bigger and everything. And then they throw in a comic book and accessories. If they can sell that for $10, then there's, there's no justification for selling the, the vintage collection for uh, what do they go for? Like, isn't it like 1799? It's something like that. I'm looking, I was I was looking while you were talking. I know. Uh, let's see. This is this is a big bad Toy Story exclusive though. But it's fifty. It's fifteen ninety nine for the vintage collection Arc Trooper from Battlefront Two. Uh, I, there's so many Star Wars. Uh, I'm just trying to f- find something that's vintage. Uh, tw- they're selling a vintage collection uh, Book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett for twenty seven ninety nine. Oh God. I mean, so when you really when you really break it down, if you're getting I mean that's why it's nuts. I mean these. I mean these are yeah. They're selling a Bo-Katan from the Mandalorian vintage, fifteen ninety nine. I mean, so you're getting you're getting those you're getting those figures, which are three and three quarters, and 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 they're like they're like eleven, basically like, they're like twelve bucks less than just getting a six inch figure, which is a, in a better sculpt. Yeah. I mean, so it's yeah. I don't know. I I just think it. I think that's ridiculous how expensive those those figures have gotten it, well, it, it makes me it makes me go back and think of that the great uh midnight madness sale for the for the phantom menace it's almost like i want to go back and get that receipt now and then and then adjust the price per figure for inflation and just imagine we're we're, pro- we're probably talking like 
a day that I spent like over $400 on figures. Now you're probably talking, it would be like about 12, it would be close to like $1,200 or it'd be, it'd be damn well close to it. Cause you know, it's going to be double. Cause I think the figures back then were only like $499 or like $499 each. And so now you're talking, basically it's like, like about close to three times that two to three times each figure. So yeah, it would be, uh, you're, you're, you're probably talking realistically that you're going to, you're going to be spending like, tw- you'd be spending $1,200 just on, on those figures, but it's nuts, man. Well, moving right along to McFarlane toys. Now you, yes. you kind of tapped on this a little bit when you were talking earlier, but I think w- the hardest to find and also the best out of all the McFarlane figures was the Kyle Rayner in the Daryl Banks costume. Uh, agree or disagree? Oh, absolutely. I, I, mean, I never saw that in the store. Yeah. Like I said, I saw it the first, I saw it literally right when we knew they were right when the rumors were, they were starting, they were rolling out. And I, and yeah. I, t- I, t- I t- showed you that picture that night before we went to the movies when I, when I got yours that, that, that day. And the next day when I went back on Friday afternoon, that those, they, that was the one batch must've been from the same case. And no, and from that point on, yeah, I, which is weird because there's other Target exclusive figures that I that I have seen and they, and they keep showing back up. Actually, another one that I think uh, Chad saw was the Power Ring John Stewart. I think, I think he said he saw that one. He didn't get it, but I think he said he saw that one uh, at his Target too. Yeah, which I believe don't they call him like the emerald knight in the comics. yeah which would make sense because that yeah that that that's what he, that's what his title was in that in that story yeah yeah it's it's real confusing because they used to call him power ring which in and of itself was a bad name because that's the name of hal jordan's power ring his power ring so you know, you're calling hal jordan's power ring the same thing as the bad guy power ring like that was done but then they said, okay, we're going to give him his own brand new name now that we've got John Stewart instead of Harold Jordan or whatever as our ring. And now he's the Emerald Knight. And then when the last Green Lantern series ended, didn't they change John Stewart, like the main John Stewart's like title to the Emerald Knight? Yeah, that's what. Which obviously they're doing it for some way in way, shape, or form as a playoff of what they did in the injustice in the with with the uh crime syndicate. I mean, crime syndicate. That's what I was thinking of. I think I think that's how, I think it had they they had to have done that knowing that's what he would there must there might have been a reason. I I would find it hard to believe that was just in a vacuum. They decided to basically give him the same name as he as when this other version of John Stewart was a bad guy using it. But anything's possible, that's for sure. But I mean, I, I, what I feel like is probably more so the case is that somebody came up with the idea to name a version of Jon Stewart the Emerald Knight. And DC Marketing was like, oh, that's great. Let's use that title for Jon Stewart everywhere. It's like, well, you, you can't have the bad guy be the same version as the, the regular guy. Oh, we'll call him Power Ring again. Like, I don't know, like, it almost seems like calling Jon Stewart the Emerald Knight in the mainline DC universe, which, you know, it's interesting. It gives him his own, you know, title and whatnot. It was more of a mandate 
after the crime was the crime syndicate yeah it was the crime syndicate that's what i drew a blank on yeah it was crime syndicate not injustice yeah, so yeah that, that's 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 strange but it's an interesting looking design for the character it's not a bad looking figure I, I don't have any ties to it so i don't really care but that's how i that's how i feel about it too the we we, we both saw the parallax you have the parallax yes i cannot justify getting out i actually i think i found one i saw that once in the store which was well after you had gotten yours and painted it and everything and i was i was happy to at least see it once but yeah no i there's there's no way i was buying that it's just such a such an angry ang- angering design yeah it is it is just it is very 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 frustrating obviously when you repaint it it becomes slightly less it becomes slightly less of of an abortion from a design perspective because at least you can if you do do a few things to it you can at least recognize that hey it's a version a bad version but a version of of how jordan parallax but calling it emerald twilight parallax and then having the artwork from convergence that doesn't help and then having such having a mute such a muted color and then raising the the chest piece so you so it completely butchers any chance you're going to get like a parallax symbol you know the retcon though it was that you can't even really see that on his chest and making his hair dark almost like Kyle but yet and giving him some gray but it it yeah it's no detail on the cape that <laughs> yeah i mean it's just like in like in the, in the video that i did it's just it's just a hard figure to like even when you modify it it's just hard to like it it's probably still my least my least favorite of the of the parallax figures and they and that include and actually that that includes even when you look at the hero clicks and the, the like some of the little like the i forget the name of the the box set that they have they but they were almost like those playmobile like figures uh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. even that parallax in all honesty was is probably a, a a better a better design and a better sculpt but it's it, it is mind-boggling that that you, they can do better i understand you want it you don't want to necessarily be a slave like even when mcfarlane was doing like his his horror you know his horror line and doing the like versions of like the wolfman and dracula and all that all those characters kind of had a war kind of like a had a warped non-traditional look that almost but stylistically you can almost get away with that just because you've had so many figures that are that are look the same way and maybe that's how we would justify this but certainly you can't looking at individual characters it's like we've gotten so few parallel that's what makes the funko pop look so fat by comparison it makes it look a thousand times better even though it is fantastic it makes it look even better because you look at a full scale figure that should have had more room for detail and yet it looks almost nothing like parallax but this funko pop literally captures the entire essence in <laughs> in it well the thing that i have to kind of commend mcfarlane on and and this is i don't know maybe maybe bad timing after we're we're crapping all over the parallax figure but somehow he's able to churn these figures out one very fast and two like with as kind of sparingly as necessary to still turn a profit which is what i'm saying trying to say is like Yes, while there's like a billion Batman figures, 
he's also occasionally churning out like two different versions of Dr. Fate. And how many people are like really just like clamoring for a Dr. Fate, but it's like, he knows and he knows how many that he can get away with selling. And it's like, he'll still put the money in to make this figure because he knows that he can just barely break even to make this figure, but he'll make it up on the next Batman figure or something to that effect. So like the Lex Luthor in the blue Superman battle armor, he made a a gold label one, which was fantastic. It was really a beautiful looking figure. I didn't get it because, you know, can't buy everything. Gotta, gotta tell myself, not can't buy everything. But it was really a phenomenal looking action figure. And then he made a second version of that character with like a dark side face. So like the head was completely different. And I don't, I think certain aspects of the armor might have been different. But also it came with like a big ass throne that he sat in. And it's like, well, one, how many people are buying this Super uh, Lex Luthor in a blue super suit to begin with, let alone buying a variant of it. Like, yeah, of course, you're going to have like the, the major fanboys that are going to buy literally everything regardless. But there's not a huge calling for that character. And somehow, like, he's able to get away with making these obscure characters that we all know are not going to sell that great and still be successful. And still, like, you'll see it once, maybe twice, and then that entire line is sold out and it's on to the next line. And it's going at such a breakneck pace that we've gotten two Kyle Rayners. Like, considering how how hard it is to get anything Green Lantern, in the last year, we've gotten two different Kyle Rayners. And the first one, I mean, uh, I don't think that it sucked, but it wasn't great. It wasn't anything that I really wanted to have. But I don't know, like if I saw it, if I saw it on clearance, like I'm not, I don't spend that much money on action figures to begin with. So I don't really want to spend full price on one of these action figures. If I saw that Kyle Rayner in clearance, on clearance in the store, I would buy it. Yeah, it was on it was on Amazon for fifteen bucks, and I didn't get it. So, but I, bet, but I bet you you wouldn't buy it if you'd already bought the classic costume one first. <laughs> well, no, because I mean, I because you were able to get me that the classic costume one, which is phenomenal, absolutely just a phenomenal figure, and I love that one. because I have that one okay. now. I'm more inclined to want the other one to go with it. I got you. So, because it's, again, how many times do we get Kyle figures? And we got two in the last year. Now, that said, as bad as that freaking Parallax is, and it is so bad, it's one of the gold label figures, which, like, those figures all come with the caveat that it's it, it might be comic accurate, or it might just be whatever Todd des- decides to pull out of his ass, you know, because that's what he's feeling that day. And I mean, there's kind of a beauty to that business model that he can do that. I just wish that he hadn't done it with Parallax 
But that said, given the way that he runs his business, there is a very good likelihood that we will see another version of Parallax down the line. Yeah, I hope so. Maybe, maybe even in, maybe like in a builder figure line or something that they could give us a more comic accurate and and is and it's interesting because we know they can do good sculpts because Deathstorm was fantastic. I mean, uh, I don't, I still don't know if I like Deathstorm more than the DC Direct Black Lantern Firestorm. I still think I probably don't, but it's still a fantastic figure. The Bat- Batrocitus figure was pretty damn good this year, so. We know he's capable of doing some of doing some really, really nice sculpt, but so that kind of makes it more frustrating when we get a character that we like and it's just not anything close to comics accurate. And 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 going off, I mean, again, at the very least, make the make the face look like Hal Jordan. You know, you, you've done it. It's not like you haven't done a Hal Jordan before. At least how about at least making sure the hair is the right color. I mean, it doesn't take a lot of effort. I mean, it really doesn't take much effort to get to do the to do the gray temples and the gray in the back of the head. I mean, for God's sake, it really doesn't take that much considering. I mean, you could just go back and look at the total justice parallax and even that does a better job, not just head sculpt wise, but hair, hair, the hair pattern and in, 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 in the gray. I mean, yeah, I mean, it. they just some of the creative choices are odd. If you want to screw around with the costume, which is still borderline sacrilegious from my perspective. But at least if it looks like how it uh, looks like Hal Jordan and you get at least if you got some elements that you don't F up, it makes it, it it might make it a little more palatable. But it's like that was like that was really a cluster. I mean, my repaint, my repaint makes it look like I can look at that figure and not be totally repulsed by it. <laughs> but and the fact that I gave him the glow in the dark eyes, which you can't, which you can't really see most of the time anyway, because but the point is those touch ups were, were enough to make it. Like okay, it's parallaxy enough, but it also reminds you that they could have put that little, just that little effort in, and just doing the hair right and and the gray, and that would have made it so much more accurate. Yeah, it's I don't know. Fingers crossed for a better version down the line. Yes, I I'm I'm going to do that. Oh, and there's or giving us a same. You know, we kind of joked about how bad he could butcher a Saint Walker figure, but it would be nice to get more of the. To do some of the other color lanterns, they, he he could do a good he could do a good job with those. Uh, it would be just nice to see them, even. And again, got to be careful what you wish for because you could end up with the uh, like the Phil Monkey version of Saint Walker, which is horrible. Generally speaking, it's just not the face sculpt is horrible on him. But who knows? But at least he is, like you said, he is pumping these out pretty quickly, and we do get surprises because we. Because that whole build a figure way for Atrocitus with Kyle, it came out, and then nobody even nobody even knew they were doing the other. It wasn't really widely known they were doing the classic costume Kyle, and boom, like probably within probably within like two weeks or something of us even knowing it was coming out, it was out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I've Sometimes. never, and, I, and I've, I'm sorry, I've, and I've never walked, I have never walked into Target. Try it again. I've never walked into Walmart and found Parallax yet during all the times I've gone. I just do it as a as a cursory glance uh, uh, obligation now to look, but I, but I, I never, I never see that figure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it is interesting how for characters that are widely regarded by the industry as like non-sellable or unsellable or, you know, 
whatever the actual word is, which is why they produce so few Green Lantern figures that when they do hit the store, they are usually snapped up pretty quick. So it's like, um, maybe, uh, maybe take a note and, hey, Todd, how about a, how about, how about a Jessica Cruz figure? Haven't had one of those in a long time. Or maybe do a whole like Lance, kind of what Mattel did. Do a whole lan- do a whole lantern wave with a lantern specific builder figure. I mean, that was when these when Mattel was pumping those out when they had the uh when they had the, the non what the non-green was it the non-green lantern wave exclusive or the non-green lantern wave, which I think gave us Kilowog, and then they had the all green lantern wave. Wasn't that the one that gave us Arkillo? I think that's the uh, one that gave us Arkillo, the one that had uh like that had like John Stewart and had didn't that that's the one that had like indigo i think it had uh the indigo adam and things like that that there was there was there was, there was that whole wave that was just green lantern figures and i think that's the wave that our Killo was to build a figure i remember the figures i don't remember which i don't remember the lineups or which build a figure what came with yeah one. because there was another wave that had some lanterns in it like i think like like I'm trying, I like part of me thinks John Stewart might not have been in the actual Green Lantern wave, but he was in one. Of, but but either way, like that John Stewart figure is still fantastic. That's one of my favorite John Stewart figures. Is the one from the from the Mattel like that Superpowers line or whatever it was uh, when they did the uh, the DC Universe line. That that was that was pretty cool. But oh, that's. That's another McFarlane line, the superpowers that he brought. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, so that's right. Actually, that that's probably why that was in my head. Yeah, that, which I like those. They, I don't. I didn't buy any, but <laughs> but but that's because what they had. John Stewart. John Stewart wasn't enough of a draw to get me. Uh, the first wave was Superman, Batman, uh, Darkseid, and I believe it was John Stewart. And then the second wave was. The uh, Batman Who Laughs, The Flash, and I don't know, maybe Wonder Woman. I think that's, I, I haven't seen Wonder Woman because it was like kind of a, was a partial refresh where Flash and the Batman Who Laughs were the only ones you could find, but you could still find the ones from Wave 1 with them. I ended up getting Superman and Jon Stewart. I 10 bucks a figure for that i you can't beat it they're great i love them the you know the other things the other lines that mcfarlane is doing the the page punchers there's two different waves of page punchers and for one thing i think it's it's kind of confusing that they're both like they're both called page punchers because like you've got one where it's it's ten dollars it comes with a comic book and an action figure. And when I say action figure, I use the term very loosely because they're like these these mini, like, I don't know, two and a half inch, I, maybe three inches action figures that look horrendous. The like you can't get good details, you can't good get good paint apps, the articulation isn't good, and like they're trying to pass this off as it's a great deal for kids because they get an action figure and they get a comic book all for 10 bucks. And it's like, no, just jettison this line. Kids can have the superpowers line. Those action figures are great for 10 bucks. Listen, if they can't get a comic book, then say la vie because Jesus, those, those page puncher figures are bad. However, there's also a 
six inch scale page punchers line, which I believe they're $20 a figure. And it's an interesting mix of characters. The designs are pretty good, I have to say. Nothing that really screams out to me like, oh, I, I got to get that one. But I've seen uh, several of them in stores. I've seen the Superman. I think the Superman is based on the Lee Bermejo design. I probably just butchered that name, but that's essentially what that one was. I forget. The Batman might have been a hush Batman. I don't quite remember. And there was a Constantine figure, which was pretty cool looking. A green arrow and a the Supergirl figure I've never seen. I haven't seen that in stores, and I'm not even really sure if I saw it online. And then the latest wave of those figures is uh, it's all Flash related, and it's weird designs, but it's based on the designs in the comic that comes with the figures. So. Uh, they're all like armored up. The, the Flash actually looks more like the uh, the Injustice. No, not Injustice. The Crime Syndicate Flash with the armor that he has on. But uh, I, like they're cool designs and for 20 bucks and they come with a comic and those are actually good looking figures. I mean, if you can spare it, like not really that awful for kids. So I, I'm intrigued by that line, but they haven't put out anything that I want to buy yet. No, I can I can understand that. I I actually real quick I found the way I found the, the waves of this DC universe stuff. So wave eleven was Kilowog, and mm-hmm. that was the build a figure, and that consisted of that's where John Stewart came from. It had Cat Matui, the Shark, Cyborg Superman, the Question, and Dead Man, the Arkillo. The DC universe, and this was like, and this was all, this was a Green Lantern wave. This was the Arch- so Arkillo was DC, was all Green Lantern stuff. You had Black Lantern, Abin Sur, Sinestro Corps, Mongol, uh, Kyle Rayner, Black Hand, uh, a Manhunter, and I think you either had Low or Mash. I think you had, I think you had one or the other. I don't know if they all, I'm trying, because I'm looking alternate at heads. this. They came with alternate heads. I, I believe that is correct. And the, the, the Adam one that I was talking about, that was the, which makes sense because I have that figure too, the anti-monitor. So that oh. included so that included the black and white lantern, Hal Jordan's the, the orange Le- Lex Luthor, the blue lantern flash, and the indigo Adam. There the, and Scarecrow, Sinestro's course, uh Scarecrow, Sinestro Core, Scarecrow. And there were other figures, just generic like Manhunter and Superman and things like that. But those were oh, I, th- I think it might be Star Sapphire Wonder Woman. Well, they also yes, made yeah. a Carol Ferris somewhere in there. Yeah. But but those for, but for the three builder figures that I have, it made sense that I knew they were lantern, and I and I was pretty sure that Arkillo was the uh, was the pure lantern wave, and, and he was. But I forgot. But so John Stewart was in the the Kilowog, the Kilowog wave. I forgot about that anti monitor builder figure. Yeah, my poor Kilowog. May you rest in peace for breaking. Oh, that, that was a great design. It was, and it's so weird that he just fell off my shelf downstairs, and he shattered too. I mean, it's like it's like it's like having the bust of uh having a bust of Kilowog, even though I technically do have the arms. It's like everything below the waist just is just all shattered. So I couldn't even glue it back together again if I wanted to, because the whole waist piece just broke. It's weird. So 
the other kind of like miscellaneous stuff that I have picked up over the past year, I found out that Kid Robot made these Simpsons blind box figures and they're like uh, smaller stylized type characters. And they did this one wave where they, it was um, very strange. I think it was an anniversary wave of these, these little figures, 35th anniversary, something like that, whatever. They all sold out by the time that I, I found them. So I had to get everything off the second hand market or the aftermarket. But they came out with this wave. Five of the characters in the wave were the of the seven duffs. And like I'm a I'm a still a decent Simpsons fan. And my son James at age 10 is actually starting to get into it himself now, which I think is fantastic. He loves the show. But I always loved the the seven duffs. So five of them were in the the actual box and you know the odds were whatever that you would find one of them. And then they had like a special two pack of the remaining two. And it took a while, but I ended up tracking down every single one of them. So now I have all of the seven duffs and you know, like if they're cute, but ideally what I would like to do is scan them into, you know, some kind of 3d scanner software, modify them slightly and then like kind of upscale them to the same scale as the uh, the old Simpsons figures, right? And then print them out on the 3D printer. That would be uh, that would be the the goal. But yeah, I got those. That was that was one of my my favorite pickups this year. The other completely related. I think it it was it was a different wave. It was like Moe's Bar characters. And the chase figure in that wave was from a throwaway line in (laughs) in an episode so long ago. The the line was, uh, Mo, I've got a I got a question, you know, uh, about a friend. Okay, okay, I'm a what's the right question? And he asked some stupid question or whatever, he asked for advice. And he's like, Homa, is this you that we're talking about? And Homer's like, no, it's not me. It was Joey, Jojo, Jokomo, or something like that. And Mo's like, Homer, that's the worst name I've ever heard. And then this guy stands up from the bar and runs out crying while Barney yells out after him, no, Joey, Jojo, he didn't mean it. And the sad part is that sounds oddly familiar. Oh, my God. Maybe I did see that back in the day. Oh, it's it's such a throwaway joke, but because my brother's name is Joe, I have done that joke over and over and over again for 30 years or something like that. I, I don't know. But when I found out that they made an actual figure of Joey Jojo, it was just like, oh my God, it's I have to have that. That that must be in my collection. So that that's that's one of my uh, one of my favorite, most fun pickups of the year. Also, 
there was something else that I wanted to mention, and now it is escaping me. Totally going to uh, aggravate me. Oh, oh yes. Okay, now I remember. So with all of the action figure prices going through the roof these days, you know, inflation and costs and everything, and also not really being super excited for a lot of the newer characters that they're making. Like, it's awesome when they make a Kyle Rayner figure. I love that. Like, if they made a Jessica Cruz figure, like, I would be all over that. But, you know, like, the... Even Superboy figure, I probably would have been more interested if it looked like a decent figure. The face sculpt on that Superboy was awful. But I decided, okay, well, maybe I don't need to collect this stuff so much anymore. Why don't I pick a toy line that is completely dead and just go back and take my time collecting and that way if it's completely dead then i don't have to worry about like trying to customize an action figure that's going to you know still get made down the line somewhere the toy line that i decided to go for was the justice league unlimited toy line the bruce tim designs of all these characters and there's so many characters that they put out in this toy line it's so clean and so simple i figured okay this will be great like i'll i'll go after these these figures and i have collected quite a few in the past year so i went from having like i don't know maybe kyle rayner and wave rider to having a very decent sized collection and a bunch of like use pieces to customize and do whatever once I have an opportunity time. But in my, you know, uh, my hunt for the existing characters, I started looking into like what other customizers had already done. And then you find out that there's like this, well, there's two aspects. One, apparently the materials that they made these characters, these figures out of back in the day is like such low quality that the the characters like the limbs warp or the plastic is like, some of the, the plastics are degrading. Like you can buy like an unopened package and like you open it up and like there's like white powder on the figure for God only knows what reason. I don't know. So... There's that. So there's that's one aspect that you do have to keep an eye on. But the other thing is like there's kind of a marketplace that popped up for customizers that are making parts and you know selling casts of heads that are rare. Some actually, you know, some of these figures were like very hard to come by, which that completely slipped my mind and I, I'm paying the price now. But, you know, you see these, these, these custom parts that they're creating. So I figured, okay, well, what's, what's the first thing that I'm going to need? What am I going to want to customize right away? And, okay, well, probably the first thing that I'm going to want to customize that I can't make myself at this time is a transparent blue body to make an electric Superman. So... I found somebody who was making those and I'm looking at what else they make. And it turns out that this person made a 
a tribute action figure of Kevin Conroy, the voice of the Batman throughout all of the Justice League and Batman cartoons. And it is Kevin Conroy in the style of the the Bruce Timm universe. And he was, I believe, commissioned by, by Kevin Conroy to make a certain amount of these figures, cast them, paint them up, put them in packaging so that Kevin Conroy could give it to his friends. And after that, the guy that, you know, made these and was selling them, like he was no longer selling the actual figure and painted and packaging and everything, but he would sell like the raw parts. So you've got to do the work. You got to clean it up. You got to paint it and all that stuff, glue it together. And I was able to get one of those. So for all of these Justice League figures that I have, the coolest one that I have is Kevin Conroy, which is just like, you know, that much more special to have after he passed away this year. So I think out of all of the toys that I have, everything that I've gotten, that is, again, like right near the top. No, I can understand that. I think that would be kind of hard to top that. Uh, Which makes me even feel worse that the one thing I remember that was on my list I didn't mention, which is not anywhere near my favorite purchase of the year was the Eye of Agamotto. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is so disappointing god that was so disappointing uh but i mean literally the coolest thing is the fact that if, that the stone will still glow for a while because it gets the charge off when you plug when you stick it into the base that it gets the charge um from the from where the batteries are that it, it that it will get a residual charge for a certain period of time uh i never I, watched good. i never watched your review video of that you should it's it's very it's a cautionary tale on <laughs> collectible. Oh my god! It's, it's not that horror. It's it wasn't their finest job. Now I don't. To be fair, I don't have a lot of the Marvel collectibles from the, like the MCU line like that. Like I do, like and DC. I have some. Like I have the Mother Box and things like that. But yeah, I'm I'm the Eye of Agamotto was 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 disappointing. So if I had to pick one thing that I've gotten this year, I'm probably gonna say. I might stick with the. Um, I might say it's a White Lantern soda, the the Funko White White Lantern how. I think that might be my because it's a metallic, because it's a metallic out outfit, too. I think that might be my especially if we're kicking the can for the Funko Parallax to, as being truly eligible once we have it in hand, and I think that's probably would be my my item. I think that that is a good one. That's that's a. That's a nice one to just kind of happen upon because it's a completely different version of that character. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember Chad talking about how he was able to justify not getting the soda lantern figures because they had done that. And it's it makes sense because it's like if you had gotten if you had received the white lantern howl right off the bat, then it would be very difficult to not collect every single one after that. So that, that is, that's definitely a a cool one. It is. It's, but your, yours overall is a, is a, I understand why that's a near and dear to your heart. So I think that is probably the, the item, probably the overall item of the year, I would say. Mm Mm-hmm. Anything yeah. else, my friend? Uh, there's a uh, there's been like a ton 
of designer toys. I'm not even going to touch on all of that because there's just been way too many to to list. And that's kind of like tangent to what we normally talk about here anyway. But there is one person who makes toys on Instagram that I follow, uh, the Plastic Geek. And he... He, he does some some cool stuff. It's very uh, kind of everything's different. And like everything is always like whatever project he works on is always going to be a little different than the last thing. And the reason that I discovered him was, uh, and I think this was, this might've been this year. It might've been last year. I don't really remember, but he got a hold of the prop pieces from the Power Rangers movie the most recent one with the, the green dragon sword uh, power coin. And, you know, like I like power Rangers, but it's mostly about the power coins. I just love the design of the morpher and the power coins from the first, you know, kind of wave of characters. So I really liked the, the coin design from the, the, the new movie and they released a box set with like the five main coins really nicely done. Like the box illuminates them from behind and everything like that, but they never made the green one. So the plastic, what he ended up doing was they had an auction, one of the, you know, I don't know, heritage auction or something where they actually auctioned off the actual, like, I don't know if it was the screen used one. It probably wasn't. It was probably like one of the backup copies that had the actual coin mold that they had. And he made a few of them himself, you know, casting like the green resin. So you can see the, the dragon sword kind of cast inside of it. It's really well done. So uh, amazing toy maker, you know, in his own right, but he's done so many different things that he made a, kind of a bluish translucent version of uh, Egon from the most recent Ghostbusters movie. There were, Jesus, I don't even know. There's so many different types. Makes like little like tremors type figures. But he did this one, it's like a six inch scale action figure of a skeleton with the skull based on the crystal skull from Indiana Jones. And it's like, he's, you know, it's all scaled perfectly. So it kind of looks like one of those aliens from the Indiana Jones movie. And then the whole thing is cast in like this transparent kind of bluish look with this kind of purple metallic dust on the outside of it. And this thing was only available, like, if you joined his Patreon for, like, you know, this one month that he had it open. So, I don't know, I think it was, like, maybe, like, 30, 40 bucks or whatever for the month that I signed up for. But, my God, like, this figure is so freaking gorgeous and so unique. Like, I can't imagine anybody even making anything like this. And I wish that they would because it's just such a cool design. It's just, like... a bluish transparent skeleton with crystal skull alien head on top of it. But it, it's just so well done. 
that it it bears mentioning on this podcast. And that's the Plastic Geek on Instagram. So check him out. I'm sure that he's got pictures on there if anybody wants to see what it looks like. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's about it. Cool. Yeah, it was a well, it's not a bad year in in toys and collectibles overall, considering. So even especially from a Green Lantern perspective, we had a little bit more than we probably would have expected. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's definitely been plentiful as far as as far as my my big bad toy store hauls this this year. I know that I got the Inigo Montoya figure from the Princess Bride, but that came out last year, and it. It hit targets last year and then for some reason didn't hit big bad until like February or March, at which point I just no longer cared about it. So that's collecting dust under my desk at work. Um, <laughs> and then I think I have a, a, a few things that are set to come like any day now because they're running out of time. And that's uh, what is it? Scratch from the TMNT line from super seven which are super expensive but uh pretty nice looking and i couldn't even tell you what the other thing is because i don't remember ironically my i mentioned the stitch holiday uh soda but also my shuri black panther pop is another thing that's supposed to be arriving which would leave only my obi-wan sodas as my ben my ben kenobi obi-wan episode four Sodas is the only thing I think I currently have pre-ordered on Big Bad Toy Store that have yet to either arrive or get the notice that hey they should be arriving soon. So you're hoping for that that chase? Yeah, it would be nice to get the chase. But again, do you want if I end up with two classic Obi Wan's? Do you want one? Oh no, I was talking about the Shuri. Oh yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, because because I because I want I want to pass up on having Shuri in Black Panther suit to have like Shuri in jogging suit. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, some, these are some some of these decisions are head scratching, man. It's like I mean the I like the the Yelena one. I mean, it's like uh, at least but at least that was the same. It was kind of like the same outfit, just a difference. Like the difference was you one one figure you saw you saw her face. And one figure you didn't. This is like a completely different figure, which is so weird. And it's so horrible. Yeah. It's like, why would you want Shuri in? If you want, if you're paying to get Shuri in a Black Panther outfit, why the hell would you even want to have Shuri? Because it's not like it's Shuri in Black Panther outfit without without helmet. It's just like Shuri in a yeah. jogging suit. It's like, my God, talk about mailing it in. Yeah, no, no thanks. And no thanks. they have to do more work. To you're do right. That. You're absolutely correct. It makes it makes it makes no sense because you're not even using the same basic sculpt and modifying it like they do. It's like with the soda variants. It's usually you 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 have to. Do, I mean, they've done. That's the cool thing about the, both the, the Lord Fleas and the John Stewart ones is they start to modify the sculpt a little bit because of the, to put the power battery in as opposed to the how, which was the same exact figure, just mm-hmm. painted differently. But but still, at least those are. That's a completely different look. The reality is. Yeah, I, but yeah, I, I had almost forgotten that. Oh, man. Yeah, the other thing that I have coming is the from the Hasbro Marvel Legends, which I, I don't know if we talked about that at all. The um, It's the Amazing Spider-Man and Spinneret 2-pack. Oh, okay. 
I I really like the Spinneret character, so I wanted that action figure. But by all accounts, the Spider-Man figure is one of the best Spider-Man figures that they've put out in a very, very long time. It's like a brand new buck for Spider-Man and the articulation and the musculature are just like top notch. I think he might even have magnets in his feet, but I'm not 100% sure of that. So, yeah, I have those coming. Real quick, what is your thoughts on hasbro's decision to take away the plastic packaging and just put it in a box so that you can't see the actual figure that you're getting yeah i'm a, i'm just not i'm a, i'm not a fan of that i i mean again like we mentioned with the star wars figure the six inch series when you do that yeah for non for non-collectors it and people who don't plan on keeping stuff in the packaging i understand it it's almost like they should have this is where it's almost like they should have two tiers. It's like, do you want it in collector's packaging or do you want it in regular packaging? And because the reality is if you've been collecting and you keep your stuff in packaging and you display it all, it'd be like if Funko did some garbage like that. If they came out with the Funko Pops and all of a sudden they had a little flap with the Velcro thing too, that you had to, that it came closed and it, and and you'd have to open it up and there's less plastic, but it it completely changes how people display their stuff, especially if you don't yeah. open it. So I'm not I'm not I'm not a real fan of that. I think it's you know it's like it, it's like we it's these garbage things we go back and forth. It's like oh it's like we it's like we plastic because it saves trees and it's like oh no we have too much plastic so let's cut down more trees. It's like <laughs> it's like well yeah it's and not 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 to mention. We know the cost of plastic has gone up, so this is a cost-saving measure for them, and not really an environmental right. aspect. But they can justify try to justify it that way, yes. But they keep raising the prices of the figures anyway. So it's mm. like, yeah, we've we've saved money by not including plastic, and we're going to pass the savings on to you in the form of a price increase. Yeah, the world's a wonderful place. I don't get it. I don't get it, but at least I will definitely be taking the figures out of this one so i guess there's that yeah i guess that that is a small victory at least (laughs) very small and on that note okay ladies and gentlemen i'd like to present to you the ending of the podcast all righty then I don't know how I could top that, so let's not try. You can't. Uh, if I you want to find me, it's uh, at Choanada on Instagram. That's the at symbol. That's the A with the circle around it, followed by the letter C, the letter H, the letter O, the letter A, the letter N, the letter A, the letter T, and the letter A. <laughs> Are you done? Yes. You sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, LanternCast.com. The email is LanternCast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Hashtag Geocast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please leave us a positive review on all platforms you listen to us on. Last but not least, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail or text, 708 Lantern, and let us know what you think. I love that. And let us know what you think. Which lately (laughs) hasn't been much because we haven't gotten a lot of feedback. Come on, people. Pick up the pace. Let's go. Chad's gone. Pick up the pace.
<laughs> we need feedback. That's right. Wait a second. If Chad's not here, then maybe there's not really going to be any push to listen to feedback. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. Okay. Well, Mark, Mark Mark's assuring you that he will still listen to feedback. Of course. Always. We always check for feedback. I actually expected that we were going to have some for, for 500, but we, 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 we sadly, sadly did not. Oh, I I thought we were going to have some feedback from the last action figure toy greatest <laughs> podcast. Blow the dust off. <laughs> I recorded this voicemail out of a troll. Huh? That's right. Uh, it's like I'm telling you, Thor: Love and Thunder is going to be the best Marvel movie ever. <laughs> I really like these new action figures called Megos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really think this playmates is on to something. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I'm, I'm telling you, the, the, this is the Mets year. Trust me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, depending on depending on how how old that is, that that That's might right. actually be accurate. Right. Good okay. night, everybody. Good night, everybody. So long. Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, great year in review for toys. Honestly, I'm speaking. About it. We got some great stuff from McFarland in terms of Green Lantern. Honestly, I think, though, my favorite has got to be the recent uh, Gold Label exclusive Kyle Rayner. That's just been uh, a, a knock out of the park. I think maybe the Constructs could have done a little bit better. Um, but uh, I, it, honestly, the figure more than makes up for it. But it's been a, a really interesting year. I think, uh, I think McFarland's been knocking out of the park with a lot of their Lantern figures. And even like the superpowers line, uh, with that John Stewart figure that came out, um, the old school blister packaging, and then those, uh, those, uh, figures that came with comics, the little bitty figures like that Hal Jordan that came with Rebirth. I have got, I've got, I'm looking at that right now. Such a fantastic thing. And, uh, and honestly, Marvel, uh, did pretty good this year, actually. They, um, I think it was this year. They came out. It might have been late last year. They, uh, uh, 2021, they came out with the Hasbro Marvel Legends. 3.75 inch retro collection stuff, and they had a Firestar in there, which was pretty cool. And then honestly, you know, I'm excited for Into the Spider Verse to come back and uh, the film, and that merchandise has already hit. And one of those is a Spider Punk figure, and I'm a huge fan of Spider Punk. And then of course the Funko stuff. We've already talked about the NFTs on the show in the past about ad nauseum, but um, it's been a great show. It's been a great uh, ride, toys toy wise. I'm, I'm looking, looking forward to the episode. Um, I've appeared on a couple of shows already. You know, things are going okay over there. I got uh, appeared with Aaron Head Moss over on his Head Speaks stuff, and we talked uh, on episode 68 about um, a Power of the Atom epi- uh, issue, issue number nine, and a little bit about the James Gunn stuff in DC Studios, and then we talked uh, on his uh, Starman Adventure Hour show as well. Should be dropping here soon. Um, I don't know much about either of those series, the Starman series um, with Peyton or the Event Power of the Atom series. So I don't know how things are going to go there, but uh got a couple other opportunities coming up. So uh, I guess we'll see how things go. Looking forward to the episode, guys. Hope you all had fun. Bye.